Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Morgan Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. So glad to have you on Maggie and Pearl Off. Let's uh, get to the heart of the matter, which is a poll question we put out today big show debate do you trust Dak Prescott in a big spot still running 80 20 no (laughs) and you know what listen Dak gets a lot of the blame he also gets a lot of praise that just comes with the territory of being a quarterback and getting paid 40 million dollars I don't think he was responsible for Sunday's loss I think you could put that on a lot of different people the play calling I thought in the second half offensively was a little questionable obviously the defense didn't do their part and Perloff speaking of the defense Booger McFarlane uh, was obviously does the Monday night games for ESPN and he said this about the Cowboys defense as much as we talk about this defense like they're the second coming of my Buccaneers defense or the Ravens defense or some of the great defenses of all time it's time we call them out that defense has been bad Micah Parsons and those guys we can pat them on the back like they're really really good but they were given a 27 to 10 lead I would have prayed to sweet baby Jesus, give me a 27-10 lead. It's game over. This Cowboys team, they blew a 27-10 lead. They've got to play better. That's the quote. Yeah. I mean, I mean, why does he have to say this? It was 40-34 to 34 game. Obviously, the defense was not good. And obviously, there's a weak spot. There's an Achilles heel. It's a run game. And Jacksonville took advantage of that. So my question is this. Is that scary Micah Parsons, is that still a thing? Definitely. Although, did you see that Nick Bosa has now taken over in the yeah. odds-on favor for Defensive Player of the Year? Yeah, I mean, Parsons still had gotten to the backfield and got to Lawrence at one point and did recover a fumble, I believe, in the game too, right? The one thing about the Dallas defense, there were like three different times that they had Lawrence basically yeah. sacked, and then he got away. I, I still don't know how he did that. You had talked a lot about like the in the grasp that they don't call anymore and guys just basically keep plays going. Yeah. This wasn't exactly that, but Lawrence was just a skate artist, like uh, keeping plays alive. It was really impressive by the young quarterback. Yeah. Or if you're talking about Dallas defense, finish the play. Well, I think, I think Booger's point was they haven't ever since Anthony Brown got hurt and they, people see a weakness, the other cornerback opposite Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. Leighton Van Der Esch can't help with the run anymore. There seems to be a formula. Now, here's the problem coming in the Eagles game. I feel like the Eagles are smart. They just try and run all over the Cowboys, regardless of who's a quarterback. So can they step up and answer that? And I don't know. I, I agree with Booger, although I think what he's saying is obvious. Yeah, I mean, 
Jacksonville did whatever they want in the well, second half. Well, I think I think why the the quote lands, and I think yeah. why people are giving a lot of attention today, including us, is that I've said this, and I think I was right about it. If the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, yeah. it was going to be defense, run game, then Dak. Yeah, those that was going to be the formula. That was different from last year, right? That was not the way last year. Right. This is where go back to preseason. Tony Romo on the show with you and me saying that we're going to get back to. You know, Cowboys of 2016. So I I think that that's the formula. But I ask you right now, does the Dallas defense look like they can hold up their end of the bargain there? No. Right. No, so now right you're now. back to what you had last year, which is now you got to try to outscore everybody. Well, obviously you do. You need more points to win the game. You know what I'm saying? Now you have to try to make this the offense is the number one thing and the explosive plays, which you don't have enough receivers for. You have for. nobody to do explosive plays. Well, but the, the but the, at times, like, like yesterday in some crucial moments, the run game couldn't come through. Yeah, I mean no, Jacksonville's the, defense with the other Josh Allen. I mean they had they made some nice plays when Dallas was trying to seal that game and they could not get a first down. They end up punting back to Jacksonville, and we all know what happened. They went yeah. on a, a a drive that tied the game with a field goal. Yeah, you certainly can't blame them for not trying to run. I looked. They, I just looked. They had forty-one run plays to thirty pass plays. I mean that's a that's a very very run heavy ratio. Yep. So they're they're trying that formula, but you're right. They couldn't run. But I don't know. I think we're overreacting to this loss. You actually were the one who kept saying how dangerous this Jacksonville team was coming into this game. Yeah. So they lost on the road to an AFC playoff contender in overtime. This loss is not... 27-10, though. Like, that's Yeah, but that's today's NFL. That's it. Oh, okay, yeah, right. If you have a great defense, you get 27-10. And I agree with them about... You're talking about those Buccaneers. I mean, it feels like talking about a different era with the Buccaneers and with the Ravens' defense of 2000. But but nobody's... Everyone's (laughs) calling this year's Niners the defense team. I'm sorry. That Cowboys thing was an earlier... That's a remnant from earlier in the season. Right now, people are (laughs) comparing the, the Niners to the 2000 Ravens. Like, People think Brock Purdy's their quarterback. The defense is so great. No one's saying that about the Cowboys. They they are not like well, a system. Statistically, where, they've had one of the best defenses still right. up until now. Right, but don't you think that there? If you said who's the scariest defense in the it's NFL, the everyone's going to say the 49ers, and we're going to say the 49ers. Dallas was always going to be. I think Dallas was really scaring people because Tony Pollard came out this season like he was shot out of a cannon. And then you had Micah Parsons on the other side shot out of a cannon. And the two of them, that does seem like a great formula. But I think that that's losing some energy. But they could pick it right back up. If they beat the Eagles, I think that's a much more important test. It's a much more important game, even with Gardner Minshew. So I, I don't know. I, I just think one loss at the AFC team, they've won a bunch of games in a row. The real test has not come yet for Dallas. The real test is coming. Can they not be the same old Cowboys? I, I I don't I just don't I'm not bothered that much by this loss. This loss could this game easily could have gone the other way. Okay, let's hear from Jerry Jones. He was on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas this morning. Was asked uh, how he thought Dak played. Outstanding. Uh, we can win with him playing like that to be tried. I thought he played outstanding. And uh, as we see, he wasn't playing against chop liver out there. And so uh, I thought he did really well. I thought he made good decisions. Uh, overall, uh, uh, we can, uh, if he'll play like that, we can win most games. Okay. So if Dak plays like that, they can win most games. So he's basically, what Jerry's doing there is taking both of those turnovers, who, which both led to scores. The, the second one, obviously, was the dagger in overtime, the, the interception and return for a touchdown. But 
he's taking that off of Dak's plate. Because remember, last week, Jerry was talking about how Dak has to stop being so aggressive, and he was putting the interceptions more in Dak's lap last week. This week, it's, no, he's outstanding. He plays like that. We're going to win. Basically absolves him of any wrongdoing. You know, when it comes to turnovers. I mean, I think you can throw an interception and win a game. So I don't think that one interception means you lost. But I think he'd criticized him for being too aggressive downfield, and that's why. Well, it'd been seven seven interceptions yeah, right. in the last four games. But Dak played really under control. There was two bad luck interceptions, yeah. and I think Pro Football Focus probably would not grade either of those against Dak. I don't know what they when 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 you're going to pass and a guy knocks your arm and the ball sails. I, how much blame do you put on the quarterback? Um, I mean, yeah, both of the situations. I thought Dak did play well on Sunday. So yeah. you can think he played well I mean, in a loss and still not trust him moving forward and right. still say, doesn't he have to, like, here's the thing, though, about quarterbacks. Like, do we have to, don't we have to at some point, he's not responsible for any of these interceptions or none of them. We're going to basically say, oh, it's all bad luck. It's all the receivers. It's all the offensive line. Like, you don't want to rest any of this in Dak's hands. I say if you're a $40 million quarterback, I think it's time to win. It's time no. to be the reason. No, I mean, those two, I was saying those two on Sunday were not his fault. Uh, yeah, of course he's made some mistakes. But then again, there are a lot of really good quarterbacks who are throwing a lot of picks this year. Yep. And, uh, we, and we criticize them for it. And they cost their teams because of it. Well, we don't criticize Mahomes has a lot of picks this year. He gets a little bit of a pass. Why? Because he's a former MVP. He's won a Super Bowl. He's got new receivers. and Yeah, so is Dak. He's a former MVP and no, has he's won got a Super new Bowl receivers. New receivers, I mean, who? He's never really thrown to Noah Brown, has he? Well, but, but the guy's been on the team. I, I, his Noah Brown, I feel like Noah Brown was Cooper Rush's guy. Well, and to be fair, Noah Brown had, you know, they had the bad pick where he, you know, kind of coughs up the ball. However, he did score also a really important touchdown just a couple minutes earlier. No, he actually had a pretty good game. But he had two touchdowns in yeah. that game. Pardon me. Okay, Dak Prescott is not Patrick Mahomes. I'll be the first to admit that. But. If he can play a game like that, yes, I think the Cowboys will take. The Cowboys will take thirty-four points. Any team in the NFL will take thirty-four points any game. I still, I'm, I'm, my, I'm honestly, my head is blown by this whole conversation. They lost forty to thirty-four. What does the quarterback have to do with it? It's the, obviously the defense. It's because the underlying thing is that people don't trust him in a big spot in a big game, yeah. and that's the bottom line. And yeah. w- because he we haven't seen it yet, he hasn't done it yet, and it's not just singling out him. We do this with a lot of guys. Until we see it, we're not going to believe it. And a lot of his, because he plays for the Cowboys and because, you know, like take last year in the playoffs, that was the most like ridiculous ending of the endings that we had, you know, until the Bills lost to the Chiefs. That was one week later, Yeah, right? that was one week later. That was the most was ridiculous the loss. Next, until, I think it was actually the next day. Yeah, until the next day. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Josh Allen, first of all, it was a meaningless game. The Cowboys are stuck at five. and the, so it doesn't, Which is actually not bad for them. Me, meant absolutely nothing. I don't understand. Patrick Mahomes had lost to the Texans. Nobody would be worried about where Patrick Mahomes was. Now, yeah, I understand. I, totally I don't mean, know. Why? I mean, it's one game. It doesn't mean anything. Josh Allen you can, losing has a bad game. Losing as a 14-point favorite, people would notice that. They would notice it, but then he could easily just erase the memory banks with a good game the next week. There's a good, you're going to have some clunkers. I, I don't know. I don't know what people expect out of Dak Prescott. I understand the pattern you guys are talking about, but he actually played. He, as Jerry said, he played really well in this game. The defense just sort of fell apart. Not only that, the Jaguars played an inspired game. Let's not count them out of this. So they played a great game. Trevor it Lawrence was on half. fire. Yeah, inspired half. This is not the week to go after Dak Prescott, in my opinion. 
Let's see how he does against the Eagles. That being said, all that being said, whether you trust him or not, would you be surprised if he went out and had a good game against the Eagles? No, because it seems like everyone in Philadelphia basically wants to lay over and roll over and dive yeah. for this game. It's like you don't <laughs> want to win the game because you're worried if you see the Cowboys again the divisional round, they're going to beat you. Talk about a loser's mentality. I mean, I know you could like point to history there, but if you really think you're the best team in the NFL, we had Howard Eskin on before, Eagles are the best team in the NFL, can't even find... Couldn't even find, you know, nitpicks on the team of, of pressure points or places where they're where they're not great, yet worried to beat somebody that you'd have to beat them three times in a row. I mean, yeah, come on, Philly. But first of all, it's a it's it's a fan base. We don't <laughs> whether we have a winner's mentality or a loser's mentality has no outcome on the game. But Dak Prescott, week eighteen last year, twenty one for twenty seven, two ninety five, five touchdowns, zero picks. In one half against the Eagles. <laughs> in a half. <laughs> and that actually was a meaningless game. Yeah, the Eagles the sat Eagles there. Sat but he was just as good the first game against the Eagles. That's the other thing, too. Dak, is, Dak I think, has had trouble kind of coming back from his injuries. I'm actually surprised he's playing as well as he is. He will have a game where his stats will just be out of control. And I have a feeling that could be this week. But maybe the if the Eagles' defense gets after him and it's a good spot and they can rush the passer, they could definitely cause two interceptions. But at some point, Dak's going to have one of those four touchdown games against the Eagles. It could be this week. If it's a meaningless game, if the Eagles just like, you know what, they might mentally say, Jalen Hurts isn't playing, we're not really going to give our A effort, then watch Dak have a huge game, and who knows what it means. This, it, this game means nothing, though, Maggie. Tell me otherwise. Does it mean anything? Um, I bet it means something to the Cowboys, I think. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You were in a dogfight with the Indianapolis Colts, even though the final score would indicate it wasn't, but we watched that game. You almost lose to the Houston Texans at home, which would have been, again, you were a 14-point favorite. That would have been uh, some red flags would have went up. (laughs) They probably should have. Yeah, yeah, that was Dak's low, (laughs) uh, 70 passer rating in that game, which is low. And then you go to Jacksonville, and you had the 27-10 lead, and you lose in overtime. Yeah, I think this is important to the Cowboys. Definitely. You can't say that they've been playing great these last three games. Not even close. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. And now you're favored. And if Jalen Hurts doesn't play, you're expected to win the game, obviously. And if you lost, that would be crushing. I've got something for you here. I feel like this is something that you would be familiar with. Yeah. I don't know if you saw this story. This has happened to me before, but in a much different way. There was a woman who unknowingly had $16,000 worth of charges on her credit card, didn't know where it was coming from, couldn't identify like what was going on, like where are these charges coming from. Turned out her six-year-old was making in-app purchases uh, on a video game. Oh, 16 yeah. grand before they figured it out. It was a charge of $106.34 appearing on the bank statement 12 times in a row. Oh. And then lesser charges like 50 bucks, 200 bucks, 600 bucks, all this stuff because a six-year-old was playing a video game and was spending and, and kept doing the in-app purchases. It's yeah. all connected to your credit card. Yeah, I know. Google and Amazon have had to address that many, many times. Have I've you seen... guys done that? Have you yeah, had that happen? Yeah, we had to call Amazon and take charges off. They they know the whole drill. <laughs> it's a big deal. It's not even just with the in-app purchases. So like I have a three-year-old. When he was two, he got a hold of the remote control and just started pushing the same button. 
And Aww. before you know it, we had ordered some movie for 20 bucks just yeah. because he pushed the same button five times in a row. Likely excuse to order. <laughs> yeah, so it was an adult film. Like, yeah, it was, like, yeah, okay, it was an adult film. Oh, my God. I'd be like taken out of handcuffs. Caught red-handed. Like, it, it was like some kind of fairy tale something. Some, that sounds like an adult movie. <laughs> it, was, it was something silly. Twenty. Wow. It was twenty ninety nine. You know how much? By the way, you know how much money those those little games with the in app purchases are it's making. It's all about the in app purchases. Yeah, they're they're those companies are making billions. Yeah, it's, billions they're called Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's hundreds of them out now. Like basically, there's a whole new generation of tech billionaires from those stupid games because kids don't know any better. I don't know why society lets that happen. It feels like there should be a, a legal requirement that you have to be a certain age to buy something, but they, there's no safeguards, right? No, and it's funny because usually on your phone, if you want to buy something, you have to like put a thumbprint. You got to enter a password. You got to they scan your face if you've got an iPhone or whatever. I, this is just sixteen grand, and you can't get the money back. Oh, right? uh, you totally, a hundred percent. You they'll get you it can? back. You can a thousand percent. You can get the money back. Okay. Uh, we have. Yeah, yeah. They is refunded it, her $10,000 of the $16,000. Ooh, she, Ooh. yeah, but they, they, I'm surprised. <laughs> they said they would give her a portion of the money. I mean, they gave her back, uh, sorry, $10,553. What's the name her. of the company? It's, I don't want to say. What? Why? Because <laughs> uh, I can't find it. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> well, anyway, they, they should be called out for that because if there's a company out there that is, is bilking children, the oh, it was know. Apple. <laughs> yeah, well, Apple. Yeah. Apple and should Sega. be really careful. Sega too, the uh, video game developer who was Sonic the Hedgehog. If we all remember that awesome game. Yeah, I think we should get the word out. Hey, your kids can can get ripped off by these giant companies. Yeah, we should be all over them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like you guys. I'd rather I'm gonna keep that. Discreet. I don't want Apple coming after me. <laughs> Oh, come on. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but listen, they already got me. 855-212-4-credit-cards. Yeah, they, they, they do have all it. your information. <laughs> they have all of my information. I don't want to upset them. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. All right, so we got Cowboys on the table for you. We want to hear your opinion. Is Dak Prescott getting too much criticism now when these interceptions really are not his fault? Or, like most of the people who voted on our poll... Do you not trust Dak Prescott in a big spot? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, we will get to that Aaron Rodgers sound. Um, Aaron Rodgers, we got him talking about football, and we got him talking about not football. So we'll get to both of those things in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Pearl off right after this. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back on Maggie and Perloff. You know, all I need Maggie out of the Packers, by the way, is not getting to the playoffs. They just need to be in the hunt to keep them interesting the rest of December. That, would that be enough for no, you? No, I want to see him in the playoffs, but I don't want anyone to knock out. That would mean that the Lions would not be in, and I'm more into the Lions as America's team right now than I am the Packers. Yeah, so I think it's going to be interesting because the Commanders play the 49ers next. Yeah. So if they lose, and all of a sudden the Lions and the pa- the Packers, assuming if they somehow win next week, they go to 7-8. and eight. And, you know, all, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I just need the hype. I need the excitement. I need a reason <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers to be somewhat relevant. I think that would make... That's all we really kind of want out of Aaron Rodgers and be in the discussion. Yeah, the other part, too, about Rodgers is after last night and seeing how the wide receivers have come together now with him, like, he's coming back to Green Bay. I, I mean, we'll probably talk ourselves into something. Another news story will come out in the off season. Maybe he's looking at this or looking at that, or maybe there's another game show out there he can host, try to make everybody nervous. But, I mean, he's coming back. $50 yeah. million. Dollars. The, the other guys, the young guys are getting it now. Like, <laughs> You're right, though. He might act up in the offseason just to keep his name out there. It's whatever, however he does it, there <laughs> might be something. he's not looking for another contract at this point. I always thought keeping your name out there had a lot to do with also making the organization no. nervous. I think he's addicted to being at the top of the news cycle. Mm. I, I don't know why or what purpose. Because he You're, claims not to read anything, but we know that's BS. Yeah, I, I, I think it's more than money. And also, I, that guy's got to have a lot of money right now. I don't know. <laughs> Did that just occur to you? <laughs> like, honestly, I was just thinking, like, maybe three more years for him. Maybe he could play the third year on that contract is insane, too. What's he even care about his contract? I don't know why he took so much money from the Packers. He should have taken less just to try to win. What do you mean? Why did he take so much? They were offering him that much. I mean, well, only I mean, Brady should, was turning down money all those years. I think he should have pulled a Brady to keep a team around him because he, this dude is never going to be able to spend his money. I Not in the, a million years. Okay, I'll let you guess right now. 18 seasons for Aaron Rodgers. Don't look it up. How much do you think he's made just from football? This is not any of the endorsements or anything uh, like that. According to Spotrack.com. 270. Stu, you want to chime in? I'll say 220. 305, guys. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. he's got a lot of money. He honestly should have taken less for these two years because, and I think Tom Brady should take a dollar because he's there. <laughs> I know you, the union would kill him. But wouldn't yeah. you rather have, the, obviously, the glory of winning is invaluable, completely priceless. Maybe, maybe Rogers doesn't think their organization is going to spend it. I maybe. mean, Green Bay is always, you know, maybe not this regime, but, you know, always had the reputation, didn't go after a lot yeah. of flashy, flashy free agents, stuff like that. Well, I got Reggie White, but yeah, you're yeah, right. that was it. That well, was the one because, example in 30 years, basically. That's because our owner is cheap. <laughs> Bill from down the street. Yeah, when right. Bill from down the street owns your team. <laughs> yeah. And no, I mean. You don't get any wide receivers. But I, I'm sorry, I, because I, it's easy for me to take other people's money away from them. But yes. Aaron Rodgers took way too much money there. He put them in a really bad spot. Well, a lot of guys do that, though. Yeah. I mean, Drew Brees took every dollar. You know, they listen, They they a lot is asked of them, so they get paid a lot. Yeah, but, but they're going to look back at their career. They're not going to look at the extra $30 million. They're going to look at Tom Brady's face 
when they lost that game on Sunday. <laughs> that was if he could have given you five million dollars to won that game, he would have easily done it. Um, all right, we'll get to Aaron Rodgers more of what he had to say today on McAfee in a moment. But JJ's in California wants to weigh in on whether or not you trust Dak Prescott in a big spot. Hey, JJ, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Hold on, let me get away from this tracker real quick. Hey, I, I don't, I don't trust the coach. He got fired. He had Aaron Rodgers. There's no way I trust McCarthy in the playoffs or anything else. I mean, he's a good regular season coach, right? But yeah. I told you before the season started, they was cooked. Not because of their players, because of that coach. I don't trust the guy. That's all I got to say. But I feel like if they got somebody young in there, like, you know, Zach, uh, like a Bengals coach or Bay or something, I think yeah. they'd be legit. Yeah, I mean, JJ, thanks so much for the call. It's funny because with Kellen Moore and with McCarthy, you're never really sure, like, where is the blame? I mm. Like, third and ten, when you're trying to put the nail in the coffin of the Jags, why are you going for everything? Even Jerry Jones was talking about that this morning uh, uh, on radio in Dallas. Like, the, some of those play calls to me were a little bit surprising. Yeah, I mean, that's weird. I, you're telling me there's a fan out there who doesn't trust Mike McCarthy? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, no, duh, you don't trust Mike McCarthy. We, guess who else doesn't trust Mike McCarthy? Everybody. <laughs> I think we're still surprised. Do you think Everyone, Sean Payton works his way back in the conversation before the season's over? Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. But it has been, I think that everybody was waiting to pounce on Mike McCarthy as a failure this year. After that yes. 19-3 loss, it was, there were knives yeah. out for Mike McCarthy. And then it, Halfway through the year, when Dallas was really hot, he became a coach of the year candidate. And now, and it, one loss to the Jags, and people are back on. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, he stinks. He, he's definitely cooled off a little bit, though. I do feel like Mike McCarthy was seriously a coach of the year candidate because he was winning with Cooper Rush. With Cooper I think Rush, that showed yeah. a lot. I, I think that Mike McCarthy is a pretty safe spot. I think I, I don't think they're twelve and five. Even if they lose in the playoffs, I'm not sure that's enough to get him fired. I don't think it is. Jerry doesn't want to fire him. No, the one I, thing I, is you might lose Dan Quinn this year, your defensive coordinator. Yeah, Thought you were going to lose him last year. Remember he was rumored to take the Denver Denver, job? yeah. He was second to Denver, right? I mean, Denver's defense is, is great, so the coordinator there is doing a fantastic job anyway without Dan Quinn. But imagine if things would have been different if Quinn was there, uh, and as opposed to our boy Nathaniel Hackett. I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> um, let's get to Aaron Rodgers. What the f*** is Aaron Rodgers up to today? This is a funny one. Rodgers is into this kind of thing, which is um, UFOs. He's kind of talked about that a little bit in the past. So Pat McAfee showed him uh, some video of kind of, quite frankly, it is pretty bizarre video. It's like four lights together zooming like through the night sky over Wisconsin. Uh, And he asked Aaron Rodgers what he thought of it. I love that. Uh, it's definitely UFOs. You know, I think people get so weird out when you say UFOs, like, oh, you know, alien. It's like, no, it's an unidentified flying object, right? That's what it stands for, right? The acronym. So yes, that are, those are UFOs for sure. I was, the other night I was driving back, it was late at night, yes. and I saw some crazy shit in the sky and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> but it turned out to be like some like weird flashing lights that uh, were reflecting off of something, but it kind of oh. tripped me out. Damn, such a shame. I was a little disappointed. But that, I wish I had seen that because that's awesome. <laughs> there but you yeah, go. I think he's parsing words here. When people say it's a UFO, 
It, that, yeah, he's technically right. That's yes. an unidentified fire. Also, thank a, you, Professor. Like, we all didn't yeah. know what UFO stood for. But we're talking, we're not talking about uh, somebody's drone up there or a small plane. We're talking about, when we say we think we saw a UFO, I think we're implying that there's something more there, right? Yeah, we don't mean like, yeah, the an FBI, or not FBI, uh, a NASA satellite or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We're implying something from another galaxy or whatever. I mean, was there more? Was he talking about something? Something like what's his take here? He, well, I think he wants it to be true. I think he, I think that he believes that we're not the only life no. forms in the in the universe. No, I think he was. Maybe I totally misread this. I think he was saying it's an unidentified unidentified flying object. Yeah, meaning it's a somebody's really cool drone or some sort of secret defense jet. I think that's what he was talking about, not an alien thing. And he's no. saying he's saying that anyone who thinks UFO is alien is is wrong. That just means that there's some awesome tech out there. Yeah, maybe. This is yeah. my favorite part. Oh, you know alien this. <laughs> oh, you know alien this. No, but I think he wants I think he wants to have an experience with a UFO. Definitely. Definitely. He's I, begging for it. And that's never gonna happen when you want it that bad. You know? You're gonna trick yourself and you're you're not gonna become a reliable narrator anymore. You're yeah. too thirsty for it. But I think the the more interesting conspiracy angle of those unidentified flying objects yeah. is they're all spotted in the desert in Arizona, right? Or over Wisconsin. Yeah. Right, right, right. But you know, obviously the the thing about the Arizona desert is yes. so clear. But the idea that there are secrets there's a whole fleet of super secret planes that are out there that are that function like ufos that are really american military things i think he's into that too yeah i mean i don't is that a conspiracy theory i think that they test out technology and stuff like so that. are there like stealth planes and things well yeah stealth yes planes. of course there are i don't know but i feel like really really high-end crazy stuff okay so this maybe here's the bigger question when you see like a james bond movie yeah. and you see all of the cool gadgets and stuff that they arm him with before he goes on every mission right, right. do you believe that exists like and then to a bigger extent like big technology in terms of like uh you know stealth planes and da 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 like do you believe that well, i think there's a <laughs> wide gap between a lighter that that shoots out a cyanide, <laughs> a, a fake lighter, and a, a, a Wonder Woman jet. Yeah, I think there's a slight difference in that. Do you but, believe that the stuff like, yeah, a shoe with a knife in it and like yeah, uh, all I, the James Bond I stuff? I believe that technology has gotten to the point where they could put a little knife inside a shoe, yes. <laughs> 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 or like a, a cufflink that shoots like a bullet, you know? Like okay. the James Bond stuff. Yeah, I believe in all that little mini uh, stuff that uh, you accessories that could be turned into weapons. <laughs> but I think we're talking about way and then cooler. You believe, and you NASA also believe in the in the grander scale. Stuff. So see, I don't believe that there's planes from other planets coming in checking. You us don't out. believe in aliens. Let's get to the heart of it. Uh, or you don't believe that aliens are traveling to this planet to check and on observing us. us. Yeah, monitor what's going on. No, no, I don't think we've reached that point. Do you? I think there's Kinda. alien life out there. I'm almost sure there's like plants out there. Uh, yeah, they've said there's plants. Well, and there's water in, right, right, on other planets. Right. I don't. I think that there's like probably robust living life any, somewhere, but I don't think that they're at the point where there's spaceships over our head. See, wow. I kind of think that maybe maybe someone's watching us. I don't think it's nefarious. I don't think this is like Independence Day or something like that. I I hope not. <laughs> but <laughs> sure, why not? Why, why would we think that we're the most advanced civilization out there? 
Um, all right. <laughs> Maybe this is because I took my kid to a planetarium the other day and it ended up oh, being a really trippy show that I was like, should I have him here? That explains it. Ackerman, what do you think? <laughs> Aliens, yay, nay? Uh, nay. What are the odds Stu? that they... I'm going to pearl off nay. Yeah. What are the odds that these aliens look like us, except they're green, and they've developed ships and planes that look exactly like our ships and planes? I feel like often aliens are projections of what humans really are. Well, that's a Hollywood like yeah. projection. No, but like, could they have some kind of flying thing that sort of you know hovers around and, and is just kind of checking out us, what we and, look like? And we wouldn't see those flying things and record them? I don't, I don't think so. If it's like the technology is so far right. advanced... I mean, I can talk myself in any of this. Guys, me, like people like me and Aaron Rodgers, you guys just won't understand. Oh, you know, aliens in this. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. He also said some stuff about his wide receivers. We'll get to that some other time. 855-212. He's happy with them. There you go. There's the cliff notes. 855-212-4CBS. Coming up, could a massive nine-figure deal be on hold? What? Crazy headline. We'll bring it to you in just a moment. Maggie and Perloff. So yesterday we were asking for the best nicknames for the end of the Raiders Patriots game. And we got so many responses and the phone lines were filled. The whole entire show is awesome. I, I think I whittled it down to the four best from yesterday, which was the Sin City Stiff Arm, Raiders of the Last Lateral, Revenge of the Turds, and the Dumbarooski. Why uh, Revenge of the Turks? <laughs> There's no like, connection. Why not? I didn't think that one was going to make the final four. Yeah, yeah. Did. I didn't know. You, no, you I'm, need I'm some shocked. connection to the play. You can't just say, oh, that's funny. <laughs> well, because there's some revenge factor because it's Patriots Raiders. We know all the history between the two. Right, right. So that was a revenge. And then it was funny. Okay. Come on, guys. <laughs> Don't put too much thought into it. Anyway, so after the show... More kept coming in on a Twitter feed, which you can always either follow at Maggie Gray, at Andrew Perloff, at Maggie and Pearl is the show handle. And also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Maggie and Perloff, we got a lot of messages. So here's a couple more. Grandma Jones got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Just, like, it took me a second. I was like, oh, Mac Jones. Oh, and okay. in the holiday season, Mass Massachusetts meltdown. Which I think would have been good had it happened in Foxborough. Yeah, yeah. Deflated in the Death Star. Okay. There's okay. a lot of, I like the, the Patriots tie with deflated. Yeah. And then the Death Star is what they call the Raiders yeah. uh, stadium. Tuck this. Ooh, I, I like that. <laughs> Short, <laughs> sweet, to the point. And then this was my favorite one Pitchy, pitchy, doo doo. Oh, yeah. That's, that's great. <laughs> I think we got the winner. Yeah, I. that's one where I feel like that must be out there already, though. Pitchy, pitchy, doo-doo? You don't yeah. think that first time was someone replying to us on Twitter? Well, I just wonder, because immediately after the play, my first thought was like, oh, everyone's been using that SVP thing. Scott yeah, pitchy, Bell, pitchy, woo-woo. Pitchy, yeah. pitchy, woo-woo. And I try to think of some play off that. That's pretty good, though. Pitchy, <laughs> pitchy, doo-doo should be it. That, Can you imagine, that's really good. Like, people... Like from now to the end of time, the way we talk about the immaculate reception and how we talk about sea of hands and all these shorthand, the play, the drive, and instead just pitchy pitchy doo doo is also in there, <laughs> like in Canton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd so be good. great. I think it will end up. This is my prediction. It'll end up be called the Sin City Miracle. I know, but yeah. that's just just because it was first doesn't mean it's best. Let's go to Rodney, who's in Alabama. 
Rodney, what do you have? Um, I had uh, lateral larceny. Lateral larceny. I like that. Or lateral of the lost. <laughs> lateral La- of the lost. <laughs> I like that. See, Rodney, nice job. Appreciate it. Lateral. <laughs> Like land of the <laughs> no, lost? No, I, I get like land of the lost doesn't totally make sense, but I, I really like it. <laughs> yes, because pitchy pitchy doo doo makes tons of sense. Well, that one, that actually, it kind of does. It's a little bit long. It's so close to sticking. It's so close. It's a little dirty, and also it's a little long. Yeah, I think I, I wouldn't be able to say it without laughing. I think from now to the end of time. Right. I don't think I could deliver it. And then... In what has now become known as the pitchy, pitchy doo-doo play. <laughs> it's hard to do it at Jump Center. And then the Silver and Black Raiders <laughs> did not give up on the game. The Patriots came down the field, and what ensued is now known <laughs> as the pitchy, pitchy doo-doo. <laughs> Oh, no. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really do it in serious. Yeah, Job yeah. Of I only wish the stakes were just a little higher because uh, <laughs> if that could make it to like a championship DVD oh, wow. or whatever, the retrospective. The Raiders like, won six games and then six straight to make <laughs> yeah, it to the Super they Bowl. They rattle off. It's like the turning point of the season. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like all the other Starts ones, the dynasty. All the other ones play perfectly to John Facenda, the immaculate reception, like things like that. Yeah. You say those as uh, the pitchy pitchy dude. <laughs> it will hear to now be known. Hear to before be known. Be known. And then like the, the, pitchy, the pitchy huge doo-doo. orchestra goes out. A single tear rolls yeah. down Stu's face. Slow mo of Chandler Jones. I watched the play again, by the way. It freaks me out. Sue, you must... Chandler Jones is holding that ball so loosely the last ten yards of that I run, know. dude. What are you doing? You're in the historic pitchy pitchy doo doo play. <laughs> Do not blow this. Do not blow this by fumbling at the goal line and adding another element to already the weirdest play ever. <laughs> you know. Then even if it got knocked out of his hands, though, the name would still stick. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that actually be more It'd be apropos. Even better. I love it. We need to cut a fake John Facenda promo. Write it out yeah. that ends with Pitchy Pitchy Doo Doo. Yeah. By the way, I will. I will now know that play as that. Yes, I know. It's I really think we good. found it. it. Yeah, it took a day and a half. We got it. <laughs> and like fifty calls plus bunch of tweets. I we just, got it. We found it. I would give the person a shout out, but the Twitter handle is definitely not that. It's oh, no. definitely a burner. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, it's boy. not like Bill in, you know, Utah or something. It's, it's some <laughs> weird thing. All right. You caught me. Sorry, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, stop with your burner accounts. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. And actually, I just Google around and people do not have it. Maybe I, all right, should I get the Twitter handle just to make sure I get the person, totally give them credit if this yeah. is theirs on their own? No, definitely. Okay. Because I, I do see a tweet out there with actually not, what does not look like a burner account. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tom Stefan. At angular underscore rhythm. Yeah. Okay, I see. So <laughs> angular <laughs> rhythm. But then I read his bio. He's a trust tax officer. That is not exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh. that sounds made up. Yeah. Well, I, why would you make up? I'm a tax officer. You're not going to make that up. Music lover, <laughs> sports junkie, exercise fanatic. These are controversial. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> he put a lot of thought in this burner. He really wants to seem like just a yeah. regular guy. Give me a hot summer day, a little music, and I'm good. <laughs> oh. oh, controversial. <laughs> you should see some of the bots that come after me. Are you kidding me? This guy is, is, is Warm summer straight days. down the middle. What a lunatic. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. he sounds awesome. Yeah, he does sound great. Thank yeah, you, Tom. Tom. By the way, I want to hang out with Tom and sit and play the guitar on the <laughs> on a warm summer day in the park. That sounds amazing. Tom, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. It's your Twitter feed, and you won the contest. It wasn't a contest, but you win. Yeah. Pitchy, pitchy doo-doo for life. Hashtag doo-doo. It's so good. <laughs> it, just makes, it just makes my day, too. When all was lost, the Patriots were storming down the field when Ramonde Stevenson made a mistake he would live to regret. But Jacoby Myers... A player who is known for his savvy decided to make one last desperate effort for the win. It turned out it would lead to what NFL historians will always know as the pitchy, pitchy doo doo. <laughs> it's so good. Thank you, oh, Stu, with the music. The music adds a lot to it. Well done. You could put that music under anything and it would sound great. It sounds intense and cool, yes. That's awesome. I oh, went man. to the grocery store. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I stepped in some pitchy, <laughs> pitchy doo Yeah. No, you're right. You could, anything you say under that music is instantly dramatic. And you could slow, and you need slow mo too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's the biggest trick. Um, really quick, something also kind of dramatic. So, Carlos Correa was supposed to get introduced today. Okay. He signed a, you'll remember, because the shortstop signed a $350 million 13-year deal to be the shortstop of the future with the San Francisco Giants. They were supposed to have the press conference today, and it's been postponed after medical concern, cons- a medical concern, arose during the shortstop's physical. So one person, uh, source, told the AP that they were awaiting the results of testing and a second person said a medical issue was flagged. So I'm assuming both things happened. It was probably flagged, and now they're doing more tests. How would you feel? How? <laughs> You're sitting on the doorstep of $350 million, and, like, it all comes down to Dr. James Andrews, or I, don't, I have no idea who it is. That, How do you function? How do you live, go about your day waiting for this news? It's baseball. Are you kidding me? If, if they turn down the 350, there'll be seven other owners are going to give him 300 million. No, not if he doesn't pass the medicals. <laughs> well, it's a back problem. Yeah, I, I don't know. If it's, back it's problem baseball. and David Wright's career. Back problems have ended a lot of people's careers. I feel like he'll be okay here. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, that's nice to say from the comfort of our seats here. But you got $350 million at stake. I wouldn't feel comfortable. Well... I don't know. Like, you really think? I feels like I I read the story. It feels like it's going to happen at some point, right? Well, we'll see. But that just added a little bit of drama. And can I just for a moment? Yeah. May I just a moment? Justin Verlander got introduced as one of the Mets' new pitchers today, and it turns out that he and Max Scherzer didn't get along with each other when they played both for the Detroit Tigers. They didn't like each other. They don't get along. So now they're reuniting here with the Mets. And Justin Verlander said, well, we're older now and we have families, so we're more mature. What? (laughs) 
That's a, that's, there's no way. There's no way. Just because you have a family doesn't mean you stop disliking people. <laughs> Just because you have kids <laughs> doesn't mean you stop disliking people. So I got to Ryan Hickey, Zach Elf's producer. Of funny. He goes, you ever go to an old folks home? People hate each other there. Age has nothing to do with it. This is going to be a, this, this is disaster and all over it. Yeah, but. Why did I think in baseball it doesn't matter because there's really no teamwork between two starting pitchers. Yeah, right? but you can't have two guys who are super alpha like that who are going to be both like co aces here, and if they don't like each other, that's just going to be such a headache. Is it in New York? Yes. Did they the Mets? Yes. So they were in Detroit together. Didn't that team? I don't know. They sure went to they... the World Series and they got swept. Well, okay, so it obviously wasn't a problem for the Tigers. Did they, one of them? They win... lost the World Series. I believe they got swept. They got to the World Series. Dude. They both won. Did they both win Cy Youngs? This yeah, obviously you, was not, this is not exactly You don't a huge spend problem. $300 million in the offseason just to get to the World Series. You're trying to win it. It's the Detroit Tigers. They got the Detroit Tigers to the World <laughs> Series. I don't think that was exactly an abject failure. Oh, man. Didn't need that news today. Thank you, Stu Kovacs. Our producer, research department, music department, and everything. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 